Okay, welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of the Marlins Hot Stove Show. It is January, Wednesday the 18th. Good to be back with you. Wednesday, the 18th of January. Uh, we are halfway through the month of January, which means we are less than a month away from pitchers and catchers reporting up in Jupiter. It is a very exciting time of the year for the Marlins, Marlins fans, the Marlins organization, the front office, and things are starting to pick up a little bit, right? It was a quiet winter, Kim Ang said herself out of the winter meetings. Um, the team that we have now is not the one that's going to Jupiter. And that's starting to come to fruition, right? Since we last chatted with you last week, we saw the departure of the captain, Miguel Rojas, uh, traded to Los Angeles for a young, promising prospect and shortstop, Jacob Amaya. Uh, would love to have him on the show here in the next couple of weeks. Uh, I hope we can make that happen for you. I really try with these hot stove shows. I know a lot of folks would like to hear from some of the really big names. But sometimes I like to try to find guys, uh, maybe a guy that was just traded. Maybe it's a newcomer we haven't heard from. Maybe it's a prospect that you know people are high on that they haven't heard a lot from. Um, so that's what I like to do here on the Marlins Hot Stove Show. I think we have an awesome guest for you tonight. It's Max Meyer. Underwent Tommy John surgery last summer. Remains to be seen how he kind of fits into the mix here in Miami this year. We'll wait and see. Uh, you never know, you know, if they're in contention in August and things are going well. Does he go to the bullpen? How about September? Do things go extremely well and he's a part of this thing in September starting? You never know. You truly never know how it's all going to play out. What I will tell you, uh, not to spoil too much of it, I thought Max was raw, honest, a little vulnerable. I thought he came out of his shell a little bit. He was a lot of fun for me to personally chat with. So I'm really looking forward to bringing you that conversation here in the next couple of minutes. Again, we're going to keep doing the hot stove for uh, hot stove show. Pardon me for you. Uh, Wednesday nights, six o'clock. Marlins.com/slash/hotstove. If you want to watch this thing. Thank you to J.C. Marrero in particular, who has really helped me immensely in editing these suckers, putting them together so you can watch them, watch the interviews. I know sometimes that's better uh, than just listening, but always live on uh, Fox Sports 940 AM Miami, the iHeartRadio app. About 7 o'clock on Wednesdays, I'll post it on the podcast page for you um, as well. So uh, it's a really exciting time of the year. I saw yesterday or two days ago on Twitter, we're closer now in terms of days to the start of spring training. Uh, than we are or than we were, however you say it, to the final out being recorded in the World Series. So it's coming. There's a lot of rumors out there. I'm not going to address those, but uh, if you have Twitter, you see them. Maybe some folks dining with the general manager in Miami. Uh, you never know. Uh, I, I think Kim Ang and her team are going to put together a really fun team for all of you to watch this season. Uh, I do have a couple of housekeeping notes for you before we send it to this interview with Max. Single game tickets are on sale now. They went on sale last Thursday, but they're on sale now. You can get on, on the action here in 2023. Uh, and single game buyers are also receiving pre-sale access to World Baseball Classic single game tickets. You can learn more at marlins.com slash single game tickets. Again, that's marlins.com slash single game tickets. Single game tickets for 2023 on sale now. I also just mentioned the World Baseball Classic. Very important. Returning to Miami for the first time since 2017 in March, Lone Depot Park is set to become the first venue in tournament history to host games in all three rounds of a World Baseball Classic in the same year. 
Current Marlins members have priority access to WBC ticket strips. You can become a 2023 Marlins member to get in on the WBC action. All you need to do is go to marlins.com WBC. So the World Baseball Classic, mid-early March, opening day, March 30th, at home against the New York Mets. Going to be a really fun season in Miami. That's enough from me. Let's send it over now to my conversation with young, promising, right-handed prospect for the Miami Marlins. Here's Max Meyer. Okay, time now for the interview portion of the show tonight here on the Marlins Hot Stove Show. And it's a pleasure to be joined by really one of the most talented right-handers in all of Major League Baseball, Max Meyer. Uh, the Miami Marlins made a couple of appearances last summer before ultimately succumbing to the elbow injury that's required Tommy John surgery. But Max, uh, you look good, man. How's everything going? How you feeling? And uh, how's life these days? Uh, thanks for having me. Um, it's been pretty good. Uh, getting back into the swing of things, I was able to spend some quality time back home with my family uh, over the holidays and then was able to come back down here and start uh, getting ready to throw. I throw here soon in a couple weeks, so I'm kind of just chipping away at rehab. You know, I, I we, we don't expect guys that undergo Tommy John surgery that meet with the media every day, right? And you're not around every day. Um, tell us how you're doing, though. If we go back to that night in Pittsburgh last summer to kind of where you are now, what has this last six months been like for you personally? Um, I mean, it's definitely been a little harder than, than you know, if I'm just 100% healthy. Um just not being able to do some of the stuff that I've been doing my whole life. Like, you know, when November comes around, that's when you start throwing again. And, you know, I obviously couldn't do any of that stuff. And, you know, when you're back home, uh, getting ready to like play a little pond hockey away at a camp, <laughs> my elbows, uh, not ready for that. So it's just stuff like that. That's kind of a bummer. Um, just been, been able to, you know, I mean, I'm working out every single day. So, uh, I just can't wait to start throwing again, man. Just getting ready to pick the ball up again and having a little bit of competitiveness every day. Um, you know, it's just going to feel good when I get back into the swing of into the swing of things. I hate to rehash it too much, but I think fans are curious, and not just somebody in your case, Max, but for everybody that's gone through this, and it takes a long time to get back to where you are. You made one appearance in the big leagues against the Phillies. I think it was a week later, that Saturday night in Pittsburgh, 10 pitches, two outs in the first inning when you called the trainer. First and foremost, when did you feel like something bad's about to happen? Or was it the pitch before? Just, just from a fan's perspective, what is it like, the emotions of when that happens on that mound in Pittsburgh, that this ain't good? Yeah, I mean, I was kind of dealing with a little, I've never really dealt with elbow soreness at all. Um, or anything like that and then that whole year you know I was in AAA and I went out with that nerve pain and when I went out with the nerve you know that was because my elbow was pretty shaky but we ended up getting the MRIs and uh, they thought it was uh, well it was just the nerve because um, I was able to throw again and pretty much get back to you know the best I could be um, and then I threw another couple times I felt pretty good but then you know it just it's tough like when you got to go and rub like red hot on your arm and just to feel like you got to get going and stuff like that when, when it's just not natural, it's, it's really hard. And then, you know, that game, uh, it's just hard to, when you just pick up the ball and warms and you start throwing, it's just like, it's, it's brutal. It's a brutal pain. And, uh, yeah, I was just kind of waiting for it. Honestly, as kind of oh. natural as it sounds, you kind of just wait on it and 
belted on a fastball outside. And, you know, I always thought like when I had that nerve, I was like, maybe like, maybe my UCL is torn. Let's get an MRI on it. But then when I actually felt the pop, I was like, Oh, that's it. And it just kind of made me sick. And, you know, I just, everything kind of went quiet and I was just like, I, I think I was just like staring, like just thinking, Oh man, like all this work, I finally made it and got to start from scratch again. But um, yeah, it was, it was tough and I'm, I'm happy that surgery went well and uh, I've been able to work with some really good trainers so far to try to get back. Not in the moment, but how long does it take? And maybe you don't, but to find a little bit of relief in that, like you mentioned, whether it was icy hot, things never felt good. You were just grinding. Is there ever a moment of relief in the days or the weeks after, or maybe even after the Tommy John surgery that number one, I'm going to, I'm going to kick this thing's rear end. And that when I come back, like, I'm just not going to have to do all that. Like I'm going to be healthy. Is there a little relief at some point after the aggravation or frustration of what you knew happened and what was ultimately coming down for you? Yeah. I mean, a hundred percent, like, I know all these pitchers dealing with the elbow issues and they end up blowing out and stuff. It's just like constant, like you're in the training room getting hours of work in when it's really not going to help because it's that ligament. Uh, so you're just finding things to do over and over every day. But then you wake up every morning and you do a little stretch and you're like, yep, this does not feel good still. So, um, I mean, definitely it was relief when, when my – you know, elbow popped, but then it was like, all right, now I got to start from scratch, but it was definitely like, man, I'm going to figure this thing out. I'm going to get healthy again. And I'm not going to have to worry about any pain anymore when I throw. When do you turn from, I don't know if it's anger after everything that happened and not that it's necessarily anybody's fault. There's so many guys that have gone through this. It's the nature of the business and the arm's not meant to throw a baseball that hard and in that motion. But where, when do you go from the point of anger to, I'm really looking forward to being a healthy version of myself in 10, 12, 14 months from now and being a big leaguer and doing what I know I'm capable of doing. Yeah. I mean, you know, right kind of when it happens, you just feel like you almost might like let the team down. You're not going to be with them. Uh, you just feel sorry for yourself and stuff like that. But then, you know, you realize that, you know, this is almost part of the development process. You see all these guys going through Tommy John and, uh, I'm, I guess I'm thankful that it's happened early in my career. So I don't have to worry about anything like that. And, uh, you know, just talking to the people, the trainers, players who went through it, they've really helped me out. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm just getting ready to feel healthy again. And I feel like my head's in a good spot right now. I think a lot of people want to know, Max, where are you at right now? in this process and not to put a timeline on anything. Cause I think that's extremely unfair because anything can happen. When are you planning on picking up a ball again and where are you at in this entire process? Why? Well, I guess it's six months removed now, maybe a little more. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm not sure exactly what time I'm at right now. Um, but I know that I think early, early February is when I'm going to like, even February 1st is when I'm going to start throwing. Uh, I've been doing, starting to get the elbow moving a little bit, getting in, into layback and stuff. And uh, my strength wise have, has come a long way. I'm pretty much uh, like same, you know, if I'm lifting a 90 in this side, I'm lifting a 90 in the other. So it's pretty much good strength right now. So, which is what you need when you're going to start throwing in two weeks or whatever it is. So, yeah, I mean, I'm pretty close. I'll be when spring training rolls around, I'll be throwing, uh, with all those guys, I don't know with the team or not, but I'll be, I'll be throwing. So 
Yeah, it's coming up here pretty soon. I, I think there's a part of it, again, having never gone through anything of this nature, being a professional athlete, it's the initial shock of what's happening. And it's probably a little easier, I would imagine, in the offseason because everybody's on a break from baseball. Do you suspect that you'll get the itch and be a little more frustrated when everybody breaks for the season and you're just in Jupiter, just working and grinding every day in an effort to be back out there? And really, it's a waiting game at this point. Yeah, I mean, kind of kind of like the same as last year because it was like halfway through and I was just you know, sitting with the cast on while watching my teammates play. So um, it was, you know, it's hard for a little bit, but then you realize, you know, you got a job to do. I got a job to get back and healthy so I can help that team, help that team win again. So um, I still have a task to do every day to get up and something to look forward to. So um, I'm just going to keep, keep chipping away every day. Outside of normal rehabilitation and what you have to do on a daily basis, I'm sure in some capacity, this has been an opportunity to get better. How have you done that? Are you looking at other guys? You're watching yourself back through, what was it, eight innings or six innings of big league ball? How are you getting better at this stage? Yeah, I mean, I got a ton of time on my hands. I've been able to just talk a bunch to people, you know, let them know, you know, picking up different things like what worked for you when you're uh, rehabbing and, you know, how did you get your arm moving? And, you know, there's definitely new spots that feel a little weird every day and you know what's the best to roll that thing out and uh it's just kind of I don't know it's it's a tough spot to be in um but you know I'm learning new stuff every day I've got my new house and you know doing working on that too so just a lot of learning I, I have to do in the next year oh now I, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask what are you doing on the house what type of home improvement projects are we doing Max uh my dad my old man actually came down and he we we put in the new floors and stuff so been grinding on that uh doing a little landscaping outside so it's been fun and uh, no golf right now i know you enjoy your golfing yes yeah no golf right now but i was uh cleared to play a little pond hockey actually when i got was back home for a little bit and i was snapping it around a little bit so it felt good that's awesome hey um get an opportunity to see the guys this spring that'll be nice right just i mean at this juncture just to see the guys again yeah uh development camp started today so awesome. being able to see all those guys uh and man it's been it's it's really nice seeing these guys around the facility and not just feeling like i'm by myself doing my own thing just being around the players the trainers the coaches it's been it's gonna be really fun uh, getting everyone back together and being a part of them for i don't know two months as long as I can I'll, I'll enjoy that now that the dust has settled a little bit and you go back and watch yourself on your debut against the Phillies or, or whatever whatever you've been doing what was that day like Max now that you've had a long time to think about it relive it but to make that major league debut last summer and even I know you've been through hell and back with everything that's happened but what was that like you know I mean it I still can't really like remember, like recall it, I guess, because there are so many things on my mind, you know, dealing with trying not to, you know, my elbow hurt every single pitch I throw and everything. It was just, so, <laughs> it was such a crazy experience. Uh, but I think uh, once I get back and I get healthy again and I get another shot at the MLB, hopefully, I think that's going to be what I consider my debut, feeling 100% getting ready to go and, 
uh, knowing that I can just go and do my thing. That's going to be my debut, I think. I don't think um, I'm making any great proclamations here. It's really one of the most talented prospects in all the game backs. You're going to have a long major league career. But do, do you do you often think, and you, you just mentioned, it's going to be like your debut again, but do, do you ever think, I can't wait to be a big leaguer and settle into that routine, right? Mm-hmm. Instead of the fanfare, the whirlwind that comes with really just your first year, not let alone your first couple of starts, but to settle into being a big leaguer. Do you think about that at all? Yeah, definitely. I mean, when I got up there a little bit, everything's kind of moving fast. You know, I'm asking a lot of questions. Where do I go here? Where do I go there? Just being a a little bit of a rush, not really knowing, you know, my place yet. And then I look at like all the other big leaguers are nice and easy. They know their routine every day. And, you know, that's something that I hope happens to me quickly uh, when I make it back up there. And uh, just settle in and feeling like I'm comfortable every day, just like going through the minors. You know, I get I get in there. I know what I'm doing. I know what the day is going to look like. Um, I think that's the most important thing for any player that gets up there, just being able to settle in and feel comfortable, because then you're just going to the game just moves slower and everything just helps out. Hey, you mentioned you've um, leaned on a few guys or individuals that have gone through Tommy John and worked their way back. Anybody you can share with us that's been very interesting in your in your case, Max, just real close friends of yours or other guys you know that you've leaned on a little bit? Yeah, a couple of my friends from Minnesota, you know, Brett Scholes, he's, I don't know if he's with the Phillies, uh, Jake Eater, and then all the guys that blew out this year, like uh, Paul Campbell, Cody Poteet, Bender. Quite the family the, you guys got here, man. It's quite the family. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, yeah, just being able to talk to them because, you know, all those, you know, Bender, Poti, we're all going through it at the same time. And uh, being able to, like, you know, we're all together, you know, what do you feel today? How's this? How's your extension going today? So it's just – it's been easy. It's been easier. Um, but, yeah, being able to talk to them and them just – you know, just talking. Sometimes you just need someone to talk to when, you know, you're going through arm pains again, but you know, it's all going to be okay. If you just, you know, stick with the process. Unbelievable. Hey, when the season kicks back up, do you think it'll be hard? Will you watch them every night or will you try to ease your mind in other places, whether it's working around the house to not get that every single night? I would imagine that would mentally just wear on you knowing it's it's going to feel like it's so far down the road, another eight, nine months potentially before you can play again. It, to me, it would be like be hard to watch every night or will you? Yeah. I mean, I'm definitely going to watch them. Um, we'll see how, how much I want to, cause I'm sure I'm going to be licking my chops to get back into it. But uh, you know, I, I love watching, watching our team and, you know, I think we should be pretty good. We made some good uh, additions to the team. I think we still have a ways to go too, but it's going to be fun uh, catching up with them. Outside, uh, played a little pond hockey and uh, summoning your dad to do some uh, housework. You guys are getting after it. Have you picked up any hobbies since uh, blowing out your elbow? Um, I've been playing, playing some video games. I've been reading a little bit. I had to take it easy on the video games. It was kind of hurting my eyes a little bit playing too much, but uh <laughs> Yeah, just just little stuff. Not nothing crazy. Um, I think when I can golf again, I'll try to get out there a little bit. I think I'm going to love fishing like I have been doing. I've been able to cast and stuff. And then I think me and Eater are going to start going hunting here soon. So try to get some meat on the table. You got uh, you got yourself a boat up there? 
No, Jake's got one. Um, we take it out a couple times. I don't know if he still has it, but we'll see. Uh, and what video game were you playing that caused great stress on your eyes? Uh, Call of Duty. It gets pretty sweaty when we're playing, uh, <laughs> but it's pretty fun. Uh, okay, so do you play the show? Have you played with your character? No, I haven't played the show in, in a while. So I got a guy on there. Know. Yeah, I know. I Maybe once or twice. I, I've, I've never really got into it too much, though. That's crazy. Uh, what about the first time that you saw yourself like your baseball card in a big league uniform? Is that surreal when you see that stuff? Autographs, the whole nine yards? Yeah. Uh, I don't really think too much about anything, honestly. But, yeah, I'm sure it was crazy at the time looking at it. And I feel like a lot of stuff just feels normal now, just like it would to you, you know, your daily work life. So you just kind of set, set into everything. Okay, you just said something that I think is interesting, and I think not really knowing you too well, Max, but seeing around the clubhouse and spring training a little bit, you're calm, cool, you're collected, you're not very vocal, you're a quiet guy. Where does that come from, though? Because you have a personality, but you know, you're quiet just by nature. Where does that kind of come from? Have you been that way your whole life? Uh, I'm sure my parents would say otherwise, but uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I just I just like to take it easy. Uh, don't really care about too many things, too many little things. Just relax every day, hang out, try to be a good friend to people. Um, but yeah, just nice and easy, mellow. How about days you're pitching? Because I think even watching you before your start against Philadelphia uh, and, and a little bit within reason um, against Pittsburgh, um, you don't look nervous. I mean, do you mentally and physically get yourself to a place where you're calm? That to me would seem impossible for somebody that's will never be in your position, but a somewhat of your stature at that level. Yeah, more so. I like to honestly, I like to look, you know, calm on the outside, but have like a fire under my, you know, in right. the inside, just be like, when I go out there, I'm like, I'm so pissed off. It's not even funny, but you know, I'm just not, I don't think I'm like showing it uh, that much, but like, I just try to get, you know, worked up a little bit, think of some stuff that's going to fuel me up and then just go out and uh, just look calm, cool, and collected. Where's that dynamic? Because as a pitcher, I've heard guys in the past and people have kind of shot back and said they're fiery and they want to get everybody. They want to strike everybody out. But there's a balance that I know this is like the nitty gritty of baseball in a fiery way, pitching to contact, staying out there for seven or eight innings and not want to strike everybody out and like unload on a pitch count. Where is that balance? How, how do you kind of balance that? Yeah, I mean, there's definitely going to be situations in the game where you got to go for a punch out and then other situations where you try to get rollovers and stuff. And, you know, it's tough. You kind of just got to keep that same mindset, you know, be aggressive throughout the whole game, but then rely on a catcher. If, you know, sometimes you want a big punch out, you know, I want to throw a slider, but he goes change up because you want him to roll over. You just got to trust him because everyone's got a job and everyone's working too. So, you know, it kind of all just comes together, but you know, at the end of the day, you got to, you got to be going on the mound. Like you're, you know, the best pitcher in the world. Is that, is that, is that the, uh, the place I guess you get yourself to that when I'm on this mound tonight, there might be 15 other games going on, but I'm the best pitcher in baseball. 100% every time. That's bizarre. That's awesome. I mean, it's incredible. There's a lot of guys that have said um, that they've been able to do that. Hey, uh, you mentioned reading. Any good books that uh, have helped you in your career? Anybody that's, uh, I guess, maybe struck a nerve or a chord with you that you're like, that was a good read that's ultimately going to help me professionally as a player? 
Um, I mean, I've been kind of trying to every single day. I've been reading the Bible a little bit, trying to get into that. Um, you know, it's been part of my childhood and, you know, kind of got away from it a little bit, but I'm trying to, you know, get back on it every single day. So um, I'm starting that up. Um, I'm not really reading any like uh, other books like that, but just that before I go to bed every night. I know folks have had an opportunity to chat with you in the past, Max, but I'm always curious, not necessarily a, a childhood idol, but maybe somebody of great influence to you and somebody in your position has had so many people that have helped you along the way and not just necessarily words or wisdom, but is there somebody that immediately comes to mind when I ask you who's been most helpful to you to get you to this point in your career? Uh, a little unfair. I know there's a lot of people. Uh, yeah. I mean, probably my old man, honestly. Uh, just every day growing up, him just always being my biggest fan, biggest supporter, you know, um, if I ever feel down on myself, he'll let me know, man, like you're the best player in the world and he'll always give me that, uh, reinforcement. So definitely him. Uh, do you guys chat before and after games? Uh, no, I'm, I don't really go on my phone too much and I don't like to be bothered too much before and after cause I'm trying to get you know, in that zone. Um, but yeah, I'm not really a big communicator in that wise, but yeah, I do catch in with him. But the day after, or even maybe the day before a start, you guys will chit chat a little bit. Yeah. I mean, not before, maybe depending if it's a good or bad start, I'll talk with him after. <laughs> hey, was there ever a point in Max Meyer joining us at the Marlins Hot Soap Show? A couple of more minutes, Max, and I always appreciate the time. Ever a point in your life where there was a decision to be made between hockey and baseball? No. I mean, I wish I could have said, yeah, I wish I would have been a hockey player, you know, good <laughs> enough to make it to the NHL or something, because that'd, that'd be pretty sweet. But no, it was more of like a just for fun game. Um, I was able to, you know, be on varsity and all that stuff and make really good connections. And I mean, that's a part of my background and um, I love hockey, maybe even a little bit more than baseball. But uh, yeah, it's, baseball worked out. You know what's interesting, though, that you say that, Max? Um, there was, there's been some guys at the Marlins Clubhouse that I've known personally that haven't been like just baseball nuts. Like every time you're back at a hotel, MLB Network's on. If you're not playing, you're watching. Do you think that's in some ways maybe a good thing that you're not just so head over heels for it that you can get away from it within reason a little bit? Yeah, definitely for me. I know other people. You know, it's it's good for them to always be thinking about it and stuff like that. But, yeah, I mean, I played a bunch of – I played hockey, baseball. Some guys threw all year round. I never threw all year round. So it's just it's just part of me. I just don't like to think about it too much, like to get my mind on other things. Um, but, yeah, other people, you know, that's how they work. They're going to flip it on when they get home. They're going to do everything. But I just like to take my mind off it, kind of like a meditation and just uh, worry about something else. Speaking of other things, growing up was maybe it wasn't always baseball. Uh, in an alternate universe, Max, if you're not playing baseball, what are you doing? Are you working construction? Are you a vet? Are you a doctor? Where where, where are you at in life if uh, you're not in Jupiter today? Chat with me. Um, I would probably say maybe be a marine. I was really? never like I was never that good in school, so I think it was either get a scholarship or join join the service. So, um, but. I mean, baseball worked out, but that'd be pretty sweet. I think uh, I'd have what it takes to be be a Marine. Are you passionate about that? Do you read about it? Um, 
I'm starting to get into reading, like I said, a little bit, but man, I love, I love the, I love the grind and I love hearing all the war stories and, you know, stuff like that and the camaraderie and all that. It just, just kind of fires me up a little bit thinking about that. So yeah, it's, yeah. This might sound silly. Do, do you use any of their training techniques or workouts or anything of that nature? I know there's people that are passionate about it that are athletes. Actually, Tiger Woods comes to mind that he would train like one, like in his, in his youth. Does that, does that ring a bell at all? Or uh, I haven't got into like training, but yeah, I haven't got into much of their training yet. I don't know. I didn't know much about the training. I, I'm more of more so the stories are just inspiring when I hear all of them talk about it. That's uh, that's really interesting. Uh, Max, I'm going to let you go, man, but um, it's it's great to see you. It's great to chat with you. I know a lot of folks haven't heard from Max Meyer since uh, that Saturday night last summer in Pittsburgh, but uh, I know we're all anxious to see you in Jupiter and uh, hopefully in February, uh, watch you lightly toss a baseball around, but uh, happy new year, Max. It's good to see you. I'm glad to hear you're healthy and we'll see you soon. Thanks for the time. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me. Okay, thank you again to Max Meyer. Again, I, I know I prefaced it on the front end of the conversation, but I thought he was vulnerable. Um, and that's not always easy to do as a young guy. Um, but I thought he was fun. That's a fun guy to chat with. I thought we learned a lot more about Max Meyer than maybe we previously knew. Um, so I hope you guys enjoyed that conversation as much as I did. And again, I'm really trying to find some folks that we haven't heard a lot from. I think that's what makes shows like this really, really fun. We, we can chat with the big names, but everybody's going to hear from them. They'll hear from the writers, the media. Uh, let's find some guys. And uh, if you have suggestions, by the way, please reach out. Uh, Kyle underscore Seeloff on Twitter. Uh, DM me on Instagram, I guess. I'm not that great there, but you can get a hold of me on Twitter. I'll read it. If you've got somebody in mind you'd love to hear from, let's do it. Hey, uh, before we get out of here, one more housekeeping note for you that I want to make sure you remember. FanFest is coming up on Saturday, February 11th, 1 o'clock. Hope to see you out of the ballpark. I'll be doing a live show. Going to be a lot of fun. Uh, player meet and greets, interactive games, behind-the-scenes tours, and a whole lot more. You know FanFest. It's one of the coolest events the Marlins put on. Thousands of fans come out every single year. You can claim your complimentary ticket today at marlins.com slash FanFest. That's going to do it. That's all the time we have. I only got a half hour folks. Don't yell at me. But that's all for this episode of the Marlins Hot Stove Show. I thank you for joining us tonight. I thank you for tuning in and supporting us every single Wednesday. Marlins.com slash hot stove. Uh, the podcast page live on Fox Sports 940 AM Miami and the iHeartRadio app. We'll see you next Wednesday. Have a good night.